It's a Tuesday edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. Taylor Charleston will be in with a feature report, and I'll have a look at regional and national agricultural news beginning with regional ag news right after this word from our sponsor. Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission, supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Agricultural Statistics Service will spend several months gathering information about farm economics and production practices from farmers and ranchers across California as the agency conducts the third and final phase of the 2022 Agricultural Resource Management Survey. In an effort to obtain the most accurate data, NAS will reach out to more than 41,000 producers nationwide, including 3,000 in California between January and April. The survey asks producers to provide in-depth information information about their operating revenues, production costs, and household characteristics. The 2022 Arms Survey includes a version of the questionnaire focused on farm costs of production and expenditures. The survey also includes questions to help measure any impacts of COVID on farms, farm and household finances, and off-farm employment. Information provided to NASA is kept confidential as required by federal law. The agency only publishes data in aggregate form, ensuring that no individual response or operation can be identified. The expense data gathered in arms will be published in the annual Farm Production Expenditures Report on July 28th. The report and others are available at nas.usda.gov front slash publications. Too Simple, the autonomous driving technology company plans to cut about half of its workforce and scale back its business. The Wall Street Journal reported the plans on December 17th, citing people familiar with the company. Too Simple has about 1,400 workers across its operations from its headquarters in San Diego to Arizona, Texas, and China. The journal said the layoffs would cap a dramatic year that saw the removal of its CEO in October when Too Simple's board determined that the CEO shared confidential information with a Chinese startup trucking company. Too Simple now faces several federal investigations into its relationship with that company, which is called Hydron. Cheng Lu, who previously served as CEO, returned to the company last month and when asked by the journal about the planned layoff, said he plans to right the ship and this includes ensuring the company is capital efficient. About a year ago, Too Simple successfully completed the world's first fully autonomous semi-truck run on open public roads without a human in the vehicle and without human intervention. The run took place on December 22nd of 2021 and required Too Simple's upfitted autonomous semi-truck to begin its journey from a large rail yard in Tucson, Arizona, and travel more than 80 miles on surface streets and highways at night, safely arriving at a high-volume distribution center in the Phoenix metro area. The California Dairy Research Foundation and the University of California Davis Clear Center has announced a release of a new analysis of methane reduction progress titled Meeting a Call, How California is Pioneering a Pathway to Significant Dairy Sector Methane Reduction. The paper authored by researchers at UC Davis concludes that efforts are on track to achieve the state's world-leading target for reducing dairy methane emissions by 40% by the year 2030. The report, written by distinguished professors of livestock emissions and agriculture, 
Agricultural Economics takes a comprehensive look at progress and projections, expanding upon the analysis of progress previously conducted by the California Air Resources Board. By documenting achievements to date, additional reduction efforts already funded, and historic and current economic trends, and a projected availability of new solutions, the analysis lays out a workable path towards meeting California's goal. The pathway shows that California dairy farms are on track to achieve the full 40% dairy methane reduction goal and will reach climate neutrality by 2030. Climate neutrality is a point in which no additional warming is added to the atmosphere. The analysis shows that California's dairy sector is well on its way to achieving a target that was established by Senate Bill 1383 in 2016, according to CDRF's Executive Director Denise Molinax. She says with much important work still ahead, a clear understanding of this pathway helps dairy farmers, policymakers, researchers, and other partners make decisions to strategically press forward. The report outlines the need for continued implementation of California's four-part strategy for dairy methane reduction, which is farm efficiency and herd attrition, methane avoidance, methane capture and utilization, and enteric methane reduction. Continued alignment of state and federal climate smart agricultural approaches and incentives will also be critical to maintaining progress. The paper recognizes that enteric methane from the dairy and other livestock sectors is a significant source of greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. and California. Several feed additives are expected to become commercially available in the next several years, which could be used to reduce the methane emissions from California's dairy herd. And the report finds that methane reductions from California's programs and projects in place today, coupled with the implementation of a moderate feed additive strategy to reduce enteric emissions, is on track to reduce between 7.61 to 10.59 million metric tons of methane by 2030, all from the dairy sector alone. The collective investment in California's dairy methane reduction effort from public and private funding now exceeds $2 billion and counting. The California dairy sector, in coordination with the California Department of Food and Agriculture, was recently awarded up to $85 million by the U.S. Department of Agriculture under the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities. The funding will leverage additional matching state funds and provide capital investments for a total of more than $300 million in new investment. The California grape season is wrapping up. Expect pricing to gradually increase as the California season winds down. Delays are being reported in offshore arrivals. Expect tight supplies through the month of January. According to Marcon Cooperative, the first crop and essential grapes are available. California green and red grapes are expected to be in season until late next week. California portion grapes are forecast to be in season until late January. Quality is good. There is some rain-damaged fruit being reported, however, and expect pricing to gradually increase through the end of the California growing season. As for offshore grape supplies, offshore Peruvian, Chilean green grapes are expected to begin shipping next week. Offshore Peruvian, Chilean portion grapes will start shipping in late January. Chilean harvests are behind schedule due to weather. Political turmoil in Peru has caused shipments to be halted for the last two weeks and expect tight supplies in rising markets through January on all grapes due to these delays.
Fresh market vegetable crops in California, Florida, and Mexico were hit with a variety of inclement weather this summer and fall. The adverse weather reduced supplies and contributed to higher shipping point prices, according to USA Economic Research Service report. Shipping point prices for fresh vegetables are expected to remain above seasonal norms until new or replanted fields are harvested in late December or early January. While retail prices for all food rose at the quickest year-over-year pace since 1979, up about 10%, Retail fresh vegetable prices, as measured by the Consumer Price Index, rose 6% during the first three quarters of 2022. Driven primarily by rising transport costs and higher prices for key items such as potatoes, onions, and lettuce when complete this year, the Consumer Price Index for fresh vegetables will likely present the largest year-to-year gain since an 11% surge in 1998. There's giant potential sleeping in your soil. Under drought conditions, it's never been more important to wake it up. Phycoterra, a superior soil microbial food, activates the native microbes responsible for your soil's health and water holding capacity. Adding Phycoterra to your crop increases water retention up to 10% and optimizes crop nutrient availability. Plus, it delivers excellent mixability and application flexibility, making it easy to add to your existing crop input strategy. Visit phycoterra.com learn how you can wake up your soil's giant potential with phycoterra. California Citrus Mutual and JCS Marketing Incorporated are excited to announce an event collaboration for this year's Citrus Showcase on March 9th, 2023. This collaboration creates an opportunity for the growth of both organizations and the expansion of the showcase, which will afford the citrus industry more educational, networking, and promotional opportunities. It'll be nice to be back to normal. I mean, pretty close back to normal. You know, going back to March of 2020 was our last sort of normal uh, showcase just prior to the pandemic as it was getting uh, a foothold in, in our society. And we had a, a couple of years of, of downtime. And last year we did everything we could to get back to close to normal. And uh, what I'm really excited about is just full swing, uh, the full show, uh, back, back to as normal a, a, as possible, uh, really amplifying, you know, the grower education, the, the you know, the seminars, the exhibit, the trade show floor. I mean, I'm just really excited to get back in, in full force. That was California Citrus Mutual President and CEO Casey Creamer, who agreed that the new partnership with JCS Marketing Incorporated on creating this year's showcase will be impactful for the event and attendees and will be a difference maker. With everything that we do at California Citrus Mutual, we are trying to add value, professionalism. I mean, just try to bring everything to uh, a a top notch. And, uh, you know, while we've got great staff and and we're all, you know, busy doing our thing, I mean, really, it's about hiring experts and bringing experts in to complement, you know, what what us at Citrus Mutual and the team is, is really uh, an expert at, and, and really that's a partnership with JCS. I mean, there's just a whole level that, that, you know, JCS can help bring to the show, new ideas, creativity, professionalism, uh, eventually expanding out the show to, to add even more value, uh, to the membership and thus also to the, the vendors and sponsors and, and allied industry that help make the event a success. And so we're excited to kickstart the, the relationship and partnership and really see it as an opportunity 
to uh, to grow the show and add value to the industry. Jason Scott, JCS Marketing Incorporated CEO, is also excited for the partnership and the opportunity to communicate more information that is educational to the California citrus industry. An honor to be able to um, interact um, on a more int- intimate level with the citrus industry and with Citrus Mutual. Um, uh, I am a huge fan of the Citrus Showcase event. Um, and, uh, I'm really excited to, uh, collaborate, uh, with, with Casey and his team to see what, uh, we can continue to, to build on, um, this great event, um, that's been one of the premier events for California and, um, really the premier event for the citrus industry. So we're thrilled to be a part of it. We're honored to, to kind of bring our expertise and, and our knowledge and, and all the things that we've learned with all the other many events that, that we put on in agriculture and kind of apply, apply those with some, with some new ideas and some, some new vision um for for the the citrus showcase creamer personally hopes that attending growers consultants and other industry professionals can take a lot away whether it's from continuing education unit approved courses the growing trade show and the industry lunch with special guest greg dowd vice president of global situational awareness and chief economist and former chief agricultural negotiator the event will also wrap up with a must-attend industry mixer party in the afternoon. The last year, I mean, everybody was just wondering where the uh, education was, right? That was a, a staple of it. And and during the, the planning, I mean, we just kind of made a decision. We're going to go forward regardless of, of, of COVID restrictions. We'll figure it out. We've made a lot of adaptations to make sure we were uh, can be compliant with any sort of health guidelines that could be uh, brought in at the last moment and and. Sure enough, just before the event, uh, COVID sort of disappeared, or at least on top of everybody's minds. And so we're like, well, where's all the events? Where's everything that we're used to? Well, these things take a a long time to plan out. And so you just couldn't quite provide that kind of certainty. So one, bringing back the continuing education for the PCAs and growers to have that continuing education happen. Uh, We are looking at, uh, you know, labor is such a huge issue lately, especially with some legislation that's passed and, and lawsuits and everything else. There's hot topics in labor law is something that's that's really at the forefront. Uh, marketing, the last show that we had, we had you know a really jam-packed uh, marketing seminar where we heard from leaders in the industry about the current situation that we were in. And a lot of things changed since the pandemic. And so we're bringing back that panel to, to revisit it and see what's changed and what's what hasn't changed since that point in time. And then we're, we're really excited about our, our keynote luncheon speaker is the is uh, Greg Dowd. Uh, he's the former uh, chief ag, ag negotiator for the United States Trade Representative. He was the guy in the room when it comes to agriculture and negotiating the China phase one trade deal and all of the the tariffs and the trade wars that were happening and just having that firsthand knowledge and experience and and, and really bring that uh, to the table. And really, he, he's an economist by trade and uh, he'll be looking at the global atmosphere, economics, and uh, also, you know, how agriculture is dealing with uh, the downfall of, you know, the Ukraine war situation, Ukraine and Russia 
how that's affecting. And so there's just so much to unwrap with Greg's presentation. We're just really excited to have somebody with the experience and, and, and knowledge that uh, uh, we just think it's a, a great benefit for the membership. Once again, the showcase is coming up on March 9th, 2023. Registration details can be found at the link in the description of this episode. For My Ag Life, I'm Taylor Charlstrom. This segment was sponsored by Polymer Ag, makers of Anti-Stress 550, the climate stress solution. Find out more at polymerag.com. Bee Hero is the leading almond pollination provider. We deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified fingers crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. Bee Hero accurately evaluates your bees' pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise. Be Hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559-467-9699. Be Hero. Superior Bees, Superior Pollination. The United States Trade Representative Catherine Tai has announced that the United States is requesting new dispute settlement consultations with Canada under the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. The request is over Canada's Dairy Tariff Rate Quota or TRQ allocation measures. Since initiating consultations with Canada in May of 2022, the U.S. has identified additional aspects of Canada's measures that appear to be inconsistent with Canada's obligations under the USMCA, and U.S. concerns have only increased. With this new request, the United States expands its challenge of Canada's dairy TRQ allocation measures to include Canada's use of a market share approach for determining TRQ allocations. USDA Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says Canada remains in violation of its commitments under the USMCA by not removing its trade restrictions on American dairy products. The National Milk Producers Federation has commended Congress for including the Growing Climate Solutions Act and the Sustains Act in its final fiscal year of 2023 budget package. The measures will help dairy farmers seek additional sustainability opportunities as they work to fulfill the dairy sector's voluntary producer-led goal of becoming greenhouse gas neutral or better by 2050. National Milk President and CEO Jim Mulhern says that environmental markets and conservation programs have the potential to meaningfully assist dairy producers as they work to meet their 20. 50 environmental stewardship goals. The Growing Climate Solutions Act would enable USDA to register technical service providers that help farmers implement stewardship practices that can generate credits on environmental markets. The SUSTAIN Act would allow private sector funds to supplement existing funding for farm bill conservation programs, which are continuously oversubscribed. The Senate will vote on the omnibus appropriations bill this week, which also includes $40 billion in disaster funding. The Department of Agriculture has announced an investment of $9.5 million to support the scale-up of sustainable bioproduct manufacturing in the United States. Three successful projects are funded through USA's National Institute of Food and Agriculture's Bioproduct Pilot Program, which funds research and development of value-added products from agricultural commodities. Authorized and funded by the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the Bioproduct Pilot Program presents a unique opportunity to spur economic activity in the nation's rural areas 
ideas while lowering commercialization risks associated with bringing bio-based products to market. The program's exploration into bioproducts accelerates USDA's efforts to develop circular bioeconomies where agricultural resources are harvested, consumed, and regenerated sustainably. This pilot program also supports the objectives outlined in President Biden's recent executive order on advancing biotechnology and biomanufacturing for a sustainable, safe, and secure American bioeconomy. In this report from USA Ag News reporter Rod Bain, he talks about how work continues to create communication between various agricultural data sources and technologies using open source platforms and products. Building on and upon a foundation of open source data and applications, a key part of having big data in ag understandable to all systems, programs, hardware, and apps. That's according to Samir Johal of the AgStack Foundation. That eventually open source communities, when they come together, can do better in terms of building infrastructure to manage this data instead of just proprietary application silos. The foundation is a collaboration of the Linux Foundation, IBM, Clemson University, and other partners, developing an easy, accessible system to search for big data in the ag spectrum that would allow farm-based big data apps to talk to each other, whether the source or program is private or public-based. Equipment like a tractor could communicate with a sensor on the field, like a moisture sensor, without having to build proprietary software to do so, as long as both of them had connectors for that particular open source software, which, being free, is easy to do. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Do you know the nutrient use efficiency people? Yes, I'm talking about the folks at Verdesian Life Sciences that deliver crop insights and solutions so California crops grow to their full potential. From micros with a proprietary delivery system to solutions that help improve the uptake and assimilation of applied nutrients. Visit VLSCI.com to learn more about Verdesian solutions or to connect with a local representative right here in California. JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States. Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Net Magazine on every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's, that, it's there, so they're reading it. Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect. That will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm Lori Boyer. From all of us here at the JCS Marketing Team, thank you for listening. Thank you.